millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. We were joined by a former member of the Communards... Uh, priest, boxer, Gaelic football fan, broadcaster, the Reverend Richard Coles. He has a new murder mystery out. Second one in the series. Very nice man. Felt a very real sense of calm in the studio when he came in. Lovely man. He he was, wasn't he? Yeah, that's very true, that. Um, we Matt also, Ford came Matt in. Matt Ford, Ford, yeah. Matt Ford, comedian. He's uh, involved in the Spitting Image West End show at the moment. Yeah. Uh, he's been perfecting some uh, voices, which he's he good got, at the voices. He's good at the voices. He? Do you know what? He's got better at the voices. When he first yep. started out, he was like good at them, but you go, yeah, but, but okay, he's, man. Now he's very good at now them. Now he's very good at them. Uh, Charlie took us down some <laughs> terrible road of. Uh, I, I can't. can't you're here. Me. You're here. Don't worry oh, about so it. I do apologize. And we had a birthday spread. Yes. Birthday spread. Quite Lovely. a game. Uh, here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Good afternoon, Let's kick off by congratulating West Ham. Yes. Um, it was. You just felt when they got that equaliser for Fiorentina, I was slightly fearful for them. I thought the old momentum's going to change now. But uh, fair play to him. And you know, that's when you've got Brazil's number ten. Yeah. Um, he can thread a ball like yeah, that. And a good finish by Bowen. So. The, the, the moose said yesterday on his way in to Prague, he saw a, a big sign that said Paqueta on it. He said, that's a sign. Yeah. Paqueta's going to have... Well, I mean, it was a sign. Yeah, it, it was. was, it was, it was, it was <laughs> that's a sign. That literally is a sign. <laughs> <laughs> Make myself laugh. Yeah. Sorry, Paul. <laughs> but uh, in football, football's brilliant, isn't it? I, wasn't, I'm not, I haven't got any skin in the game at all. No. And I couldn't care less about West Ham United, if I'm honest. But yeah. the people... I've got, we've got friends here yeah, in the, yeah, in the yeah. building who are West Ham for yeah. it, uh, fans but, but even strangers you know I was listening to Ali and Alan this morning mm. and they had callers mm. coming in and they were crying on yeah. the phone you know and saying how much it meant to them and it's such personal stories and we've got a generation haven't we without winning anything you know yeah. without West Ham winning anything there's a generation of fans who've never seen them lift a bit of silver yeah. and it's absolutely everything no matter what size the trophy I think it's so important to win, to try and win and, yeah. and and give your fans that experience. It's everything. They respected the tournament, um, which was yeah. I think you've got to do. Um, unfortunately, maybe because there's players in, in the current Spurs team who feel the competition's beneath them, but I don't see that level of commitment 
when they play in the Europa League or, or as they did in in the Conference League. But, but, but I, I, I mean, think you've got you've got to commit to it if you're I, in I it. Think and maybe you're clubs be in it to will win it. look at what it's meant to West Ham winning this, and look at what it's meant to the fans, and maybe they'll shift <laughs> what they think about it a little bit because you go, yeah, look at these fans. This cup, cup could be anything for them. Yeah, this, this is this is absolutely brilliant for the fans, and so it may, it may shift other. You may see. Uh, clubs trying to go. I'm not looking at Spurs, Paul. Yeah. But you may see clubs trying to go further in in cups with with playing the first teams, not playing weakened sides. Yeah. You may see that a bit, no, they a bit they, more. They play very well more for next season. You know. Um, we will be chatting to Tom Rennie, uh, regular guest on the show, broadcaster, podcaster, West Ham fan. He was in the stadium last night. Oh, great. What was that experience like? Yeah. He's been pretty critical of the of the team and the manager over the year. We heard from David Sullivan mm. with uh, Jim and Simon earlier on who said that uh, if, if David Moyes wants to stay, he can stay. We'll, we'll chat to Tom about that. We'll talk about what happens next. It was a brilliant night, but it's going to be interesting to see. You know, We know definitely it's going to be life after Declan yeah. Rice, but they've got to, if they spend that money wisely... Um, and well, you always call it the Gareth coming. Bale money, don't you? The you know, well, yeah, that, but I'm talking about it spending is. it wisely. Yeah. Although Christian Eriksen <laughs> came out of that, so it wasn't all yeah. bad. Um, so, yeah, we'll be chatting about that. Um, and we will be uh, also speaking to uh, Luke Graham, who's former Hereford defender. He was a teammate and a skipper uh, of the Hereford side that Jared Bowen broke into yeah. as a kid. At a really difficult time for the club. And I think... You kind of sense it must have given him a very different perspective on what football's yeah. like at that level. You know, he's not one of those kids necessarily that came from a Premier League academy. They seem um, cut from the same cloth, don't they? It's sort of you're, you're Jamie Vardy, isn't it? You're Jared yeah. Bowen. They seem like there's an edge. I think know? it gives you they, an appreciation of. It, yeah. I mean, we're, uh, you know, uh, Luke will tell us about it, but you know, it gives you an appreciation of at that level. It's not about uh, Maserati; it's about paying the mortgage and, and yeah. stuff like that. But anyway, we'll see what uh, what Luke made of it. So there would have been a lot of ex-players, former teammates watching those games last night and thinking of the early days of those players who played in that match. Um, we'll also be heading over to uh, Tokarade where it's a bit of an open day today yeah. as we start to uh, build up to the big match and we'll be hearing from some of the stars of Soccer I don't know if we'll be speaking to Maisie Adam um, who comes on the show now and again because yeah. when I played a couple of weeks ago uh, in Alex Horn's game at Chesham United mm. about five minutes to go I did quite a heavy challenge on Maisie Adam oh, did you really? <laughs> Not on purpose, but she did hit the deck quite hard. And then I looked to see who I had tackled, and it was Maisie, who I know is getting married, I think, like very, very, very soon. Limping up the aisle. And had soccer aid. And I was like, ah, this is probably not the person to. Was it a bad challenge? Was it a a bad challenge? It was late. Did she say anything? Did she have a word? She, She got up. Yeah. And then about two minutes later, she got the ball outside the box and wanged it into the top corner with the best goal of the game See, playing angry <laughs> beautiful that, absolutely very good but um, yeah. We, and yeah Owen Cushion uh, he's, well congratulations to him he's just yes. joined Wrexham yeah congratulations to him um, and more congratulations from Andy and Bolton congratulations on his forthcoming wedding to Whoopi Goldberg yeah <laughs> There we are. There we are. It's a dream, isn't it? But chill, chilling. There'll be the Goldberg cushions, I would imagine. Though. Of course, I think knowing Whoopi. That's not like, like I do. That's like um, Beyonce marrying Roy Castle, isn't it? You get yeah. Beyonce Castle. Yeah. That's <laughs> along those lines. But So if you could um, let us know. We're looking for some TV formats, Rowan. I'm sure it'll work out at Wrexham. Most things do. But if yeah. it doesn't, a little bit of telly for him, if you've got any yes. ideas. Um, I only ever saw him dance once was Charlie's Choice today. This, of course, 
it takes us back to the dressing room in Prague last night. And th- actually, there's been some brilliant pictures of David Moyes. A lovely stuff with his dad, yeah. which was fantastic. Yeah, beautiful, yeah. Um, and f- uh, there was pictures 4am in the centre of Prague. And it's all the young players, all, you know, jolly, haven't had a drink. And David's with them. And it is definitely dad on a stag do. <laughs> dad on a stag. Now, yeah. you can go back whenever you like, dad. No, I'm fine, oh, I'm fine. I can keep no, up look, with you, Honestly, <laughs> I, no, if you want to go back, we'll get you an Uber. I don't want an Uber. I'm absolutely fine asleep in the corner of the club, sitting right next to the speaker. Yeah. So, yeah, but it looked like he'd never danced yeah. in his life, Paul. Yeah, he was dancing to uh, 500 miles yeah, by Proclaimers, yeah. and it looks like he's, he cannot believe it yeah. that he's dancing. You know, but if you've got stories of seeing somebody you had never seen dance, yeah, I only you saw, saw them, them dance, dance once, and then you've never seen them dancing. So I only ever saw yeah. them dance once. We'll have those. Yeah, maybe Dad on the Stag Do could lead us yeah, into Dad that. on the Stag Do. Dad, yeah, Dad on the Stag Do, and also oh, I was a bit tight on you there, Charlie, because Wu Tang Clan have been going since the mid, the mid nineties. Yeah, so know. it's not like you're going to be completely down with the kids. But um, you're going to go and meet them all. No. Because, because, <laughs> wouldn't it be lovely this light, this lovely polite British P- yeah. PR gets involved. Yeah, yeah. Charlie, come back. Come, come and meet the band. Come and meet the this band. is Ghostface Killer. <laughs> this, this is in this is Inspector Deck. He's not a police he's not a policeman apparently. Don't I got worry. very confused. Don't worry. Don't empty your pockets. I got quite this is method man. It's, uh, <laughs> it'd be great, wouldn't it? Like Julie Waters playing the part. It'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Gareth Elise Van Cushion the Fall. I don't know if that's anything to do with Mark E. Smith. <laughs> oh, that's so he nice. looks into the history of skydiving. Oh, so, right. uh, can we say on Discovery? I prefer, the, I prefer Mark E. Smith uh, yeah. jumping out of planes. Oh, you, yeah. Or landing. Back in, back in the day, of course, Sally, <laughs> yeah. no longer with us. Oh, of course, yeah, I, yeah, do yeah. Yeah. Yes, I do apologise. Yes, I do apologise. Okay, well, I'm two, two different yeah, stories. I know you're more Wu Tang clan than the Fall, aren't you, clearly? Lee Holland says Pincushion, a programme where. We will try and predict a random set of four number. Oh, it's celebrity combination lock. Every- he was knocking the lock. <laughs> Lee, you are never allowed on no, the lock. We're not having that. Definitely no knocking. No of knocking the lock. of the lock. Let us. Plenty of pushing for the cushion is mine. Okay. Is mine. It's it's Owen okay. Cushion pushing uh, various things up a hill. Yeah, of different that's weights. Right. That's exactly what that means. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Some of the pictures of the West Ham fans sort of having a uh, West, sorry West Ham players uh, out and about in Prague. Yeah. At sort of four in the morning. And uh, the thing I was when you ever you go you've been to Prague, Charlie, yeah, 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 I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got it's got a C and A. There's still oh, a C yeah, and A lovely, there yeah, for beautiful. fans of old uh, coats and hats, as we used to call it. Yeah, <laughs> long lamented stores. And it looks like seafowls outside uh, seafowls outside C and A. He can't he can't believe this shot. He's gone in there. This fantastic. <laughs> oh wow, look at that. That's nylon. You're hundred percent nylon. <laughs> Get me into that. He's going to stand outside until it uh, till it opens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Picture of him C&A. earlier on. Quite a lot of them with dark glasses on. Got nothing to do with the fact it's sunny. No, no it's, it's, it's got real vibes of the morning after the Ashes win in 2005. Yeah, I, I think the fans <laughs> had a lot of fun. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, we did mention, of course, our Soccer Aid uh, lucky dip yeah. was just that. We didn't know who we were going to speak to. We're not speaking to anybody because right. there's nobody there yet. Come up blank. But we're working on it. We're working okay, on we'll it. We'll find sure. someone. could pop up at any minute. They're all be he- training, Paul. They're trying to get there's, in the team. We've got a mixture of pros and celebs, so who knows who's going to yeah, pop up? You know, you don't know. You Let's don't just know. work on the basis we know they are i'm sure we will and we'll have questions for them which again i'm sure we will exactly someone, so, will, someone will turn up eventually and then matt ford's going to join us to do a bit of forest tell oh, us about lovely. the spitting image and other matters besides yeah. he's been perfecting a uh a, a keir, keir starmer, starmer impression apparently he's getting keir better starmer. and better 
Don't know that Informer one. Informer is, oh. is the song I was oh, doing. Okay. Fair enough. Is that a Wu-Tang Clan? No, 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 also, I don't know no, many no. Wu-Tang Clan songs. Okay, fair enough. Do they do, it's rapping, I know it's rapping. Yeah. Look, my brother wanted to go. I'm, I was meant to be going with my brother. Right. I got the tickets, sorted the tickets out. He can't go. Dad's, dad's at the gig. So now I'm going on my own. Um, yeah. I've, I mean, I've done it before. I've been to see Public Enemy before. That was a good night. But yeah. it is what do you wear to the gig. It is yeah, like... You, you feel a bit... You feel a bit. No, you I don't, don't really don't want to start... Full tracksuit. No, it's not. No? <laughs> not a good look, Full shell suit, Paul? No, Charlie, I don't no. think that's a great idea. I just, you know, let's not... Don't be doing that. So. You don't think backwards cap? No, no. <laughs> Like, no, the look, fr- like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Some some of them will be in looking like that. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I definitely, definitely do. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, we um when we were when my brother when we went to see Public Enemy, my brother uh my brother uh paid for us to go and meet uh Chuck D afterwards. Wow, right? Chuck D and Flavor. What does Flav. Chuck D charge for a meet and greet? Well, I don't think Chuck D was that involved in it, if I'm honest, because I think it was like thirty quid cash. Right, I don't. I don't think that's a cash Chuck D. Up. I don't really? think it was. Anyway, we got back and Chuck D had left. Right, Chuck D had gone. Who pocketed the thirty it, quid? Then? Well, Flavor Flav was very keen to meet us. Really, the three of us who'd paid it. Right, right. It was a bit embarrassing, if I'm honest. But the yeah. bloke next to me, who was older than me, was like in his fifties. Wow. Went, went to went to Flavor Flav. He went, uh, yeah. I listen. He put on this sort of accent, this sort yeah. of American accent. He was sort of going, yeah. I listened to Public Enemy all the way through school. I didn't. I learned more history from that than from any school book. I didn't learn no history from no school book. He was saying it like this to Flavor Flav, and it was like, "Come on, mate." Oh, okay. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Flavor Flav was not really? telling him what time it was. First thing, well, exactly. That's the first thing you're always going to ask. You got the time, mate. Really, isn't it? So, um, if you've been the dad at the gig, as Charlie is going to be, what do you wear when you're going what to see? You, what am I going to wear? Wu Tang Clan. Clan. Matt, uh, Matt Ford has joined us, uh, comedian oh, Forrest Man. Good afternoon, Matt. Good afternoon, fellas. Um, what do you think Charlie should wear for Wu Tang Clan? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that, that whole ca- that sounded like when John Terry was showing people around the Chelsea training ground. <laughs> Taking cash in a wash bag for 30 quid. <laughs> what on earth are they doing? Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Charlotte, I think you should just wear what you're wearing Yeah, now. I think I'm just going to go as myself. Because the whole thing about hip-hop is be yourself, isn't it? That's Probably. right. That's the thing, is true. Be honest. Be yeah. honest in your soul. Yes. So that's why I'll just turn up in this full kit, this full talkie kit I've got yeah, on just now. wear your full talkie kit. <laughs> or you just go as white as possible, like three people. Go like yeah. Jacob Reese mug, yeah. double-breasted suit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that would be yeah. a pocket That'd square. Nice. Yeah, that would be nice. marvellous. Yeah, bowler hat. Well, Matt, <laughs> Matt, lovely to see you. We'll come on to football. Um, Excellent. If spinning image, uh, uh, Idiots Assemble is on in the West End yeah. currently, isn't it? Yes. West End musical writer. That's yeah. right. And, well, and of course, talking to a West End <clears throat> musical star uh, yeah. in Charlie, who's got far more experience these things than I have, but it's incredible. So Al yeah. Murray, the pub landlord, mm. myself, uh, and an amazing man called Sean Foley wrote oh, this thing together. Yeah. And I just can't believe Spitting Image had never been done live before. When when you put those puppets in front of people, yeah. and they get to see them live, the, the puppeteers just disappear. It's as if, and obviously we, we start with a blank page, so we could assemble our own cast. Yeah. So you've got Tom Cruise with Angela Rayner, Greta Thunberg, Stormzy, Jurgen Klopp, Harry Kane yeah. with... Tony Blair, Margaret Thatcher, Xi Jinping and Putin. So it's just pop music. Taylor Swift. You've just got this mad representation of everything. The world we live in in 2023. Mm. And you just throw it all together. And, and the songs. I mean, in a way, I don't feel like I can take 
much credit for it. I, I co-wrote it and I'm in it. But there are so many other amazing, talented people in it. The puppeteers, the composers, yeah. the people who make the music work. It's this insane, immersive, mad... It's like going into... You know, I don't know if you've been to Disneyland Paris. Yeah, it's the yeah, only one I've been to. Yeah. But the, the rides there are so much better than the rides we have here. And it's almost like you're taken on a journey through this immersive world. And that's what Spitting Image Live is like. You, you are just completely... You feel like you're in Downing Street and then you're at Britain's Got Talent and all the other places that we take yeah. the show. Wow. It's the magical immersive power of the stage because of the nature of the way the puppets work there is a bit of the war horse about it that you you kind of obviously see the they're, they're being worked aren't they they're puppeteers and you kind of see them on there but that's almost part of the show aren't they yeah and you really appreciate it but you're you're it's amazing what your mind does they do just sort of blend away yeah yeah and with spitting image obviously on telly you never saw the puppeteers so you only ever saw the puppets from the waist up but with these they dress their bottom halves as the character and depending on where you're sat, you could believe that Tyson Fury really is there wow. duetting with Keir Starmer or whatever, yeah. you know, whatever sort of mad soup we've made of the whole we, thing. Yeah. It really so does. Are you, are you at, you're at the musical most nights. Are you, are you attending? Are you sitting at the back? Is it like, it's like the producers. <laughs> you're standing at the back of the stage making sure they love it or not. I do sit at the back and take notes yeah. because things, you know, when you think things need to change or whatever. And it is, what's mad about it is, with stand-up, if a joke doesn't work the following night, you just change it. Yeah. With this, you have to rewrite it. You have to find whoever voiced it in the first place, get them into a studio and get them to re-record it. Oh, yeah. And then the puppeteers have to re-practice that line. So any change is a big deal. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yes, it's, it's it's just a completely different experience to doing stand-up. And with characters where events are changing all the time, I yeah. suppose you, you're having nods to what's going on, aren't you? I mean, you're tweaking the script mm. all the time. Yeah, so we, we, we did a run in Birmingham mm. earlier in the mm. year and Nicola Sturgeon resigned during that run and she's quite prominent in it. So we had to quickly re-record her bits. But in a way, it's kind of really helped the character. And once you've set up a show where you've got the Prime Minister and the leader of the opposition, as well as a load of celebrities that are always in the news, people like Gary Lineker and Elon Musk and whoever else... In a way, that sort of helps promote the show because people are coming to see characters that are always very prominent in our mind. And if you can just tweak those jokes to make them even more topical, then the whole thing just takes it to another level. Yeah. Well, look, we're going to talk uh, Forest and more with uh, with Matt Ford with us in the studio. He's, he's been working on the Keir Starmer. I think we'll get a little burst of that for you as well. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what-ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs, no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Comedian and Nottingham Forest fan Matt Ford is with us in the studio. He's been telling us about uh, Idiots Assemble, Spitting Image, the musical, which is... Uh, uh, currently on at the Phoenix Theatre in London till August the twenty uh, sixth, and um, yeah, um, your Keir Starmer, I understand, has been coming on a storm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's sort of become a running. So I do Boris Johnson and mm. Donald Trump and a few of the others, but Keir Starmer's kind of one of the surprise hits of the show, right? Because I think first, it, it, no one else is impersonating him, Paul. <laughs> so there's that. that element, I want to come to talk sport on behalf of the Labour Party and. <laughs> Congratulate Arsenal on Champions League football. Yes, we missed out on the Premier League. <laughs> now, there's that slight trailing yeah. off thing that he has. So he's a running joke. And I just think because people have not heard impersonated before, yeah. then there's a cachet to that. Because there's lots of people who do Boris and Trump, um, and that's a good thing. But I think Starmer is kind of new. And that's one of the joys of spitting images. When it's a new person and a new puppet and a new voice, mm. there's a novelty to that. And, mm. and that's a cachet of updating it in 2023. So he's one of the more... Uh, he's kind of like a running gag in it. Yeah. It's, it must be... Mm. If, you, if you're the first person to attempt the voice, like when I see someone and think, well, how on earth... That sounds just like a normal voice. I can't imagine what you'd pick out from the way he delivers anything or the way he speaks... What you'd pick out to, to Im, impersonate that, but I suppose what your ear is is learning, working out where you put it in your voice. You know, is it in my nose? Is it yes. in my throat? Is it in the whole of my head? All those things. Where you put it? Who does it sound a bit like? Yes. So you can change another impression to to sound <laughs> like that. You know, and then I think a lot of impressions become impressions of the first person who did the impression. That's right. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's all absolutely true. And with him, I watch a lot of it anyway. So a lot of the voices I do are either politics or sport really because that's all I watch on telly so with Starmer I think a lot of the time if you just make your body he's quite upright and his arms are up here and he yeah, sounds a bit a it. Yeah. tied up tight it's a bit Josh Whittaker as well it's a bit Josh Whittaker matter I don't think we should be voting Labour at the next election <laughs> it's that sort of thing and it's a bit Ed no, Miliband no. you know come yeah. on yeah. so there's that sort of measel thing in there and then obviously I mean I just started doing Sunak I don't do him in the show but you know he's got that whole yeah you know management speak and it's a bit like Tony Blair it's a bit like the mm. guy off the in between us but he's got that sort of <laughs> yeah. bouncing stuff going on I think sometimes if you just make yourself move a bit like the yeah, person yeah. you shape it. your mouth like them then Physical. yeah come on guys you know I love talk sport big Southampton fan yeah. and they're that sort of they're both kind of got those traily offy voices yeah. that most people don't have and so do the puppeteers pick up on those do, do the puppeteers do anything that you think oh actually I didn't notice that they did that Oh, yeah, all the time. And and because they're um, puppeteering along to the voice track, you know, with Paul Sean's, you know, then the puppet can start doing that. With Donald Trump, everybody says it. And they'll just move bits differently. <laughs> yeah. You think, man, this is incredible because it kind of looks like the person, it sounds like them, and it moves like them. Yeah. And there's a part of your brain on some level, every night I've sat in that auditorium, that I genuinely feel like I've just been with the Queen, <laughs> Donald Trump, Harry Kane, Gareth yeah. Southgate and Tom Crick. Like On some level, I believe I've been hanging out with RuPaul yeah. Yeah. because the, the, the experience is so complete. Yes. Now, so we haven't seen you since Forrest stayed, oh, stayed up. Oh, wow. Uh, God. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Wasn't that amazing? <laughs> it's no. amazing, isn't it? Because when you have friends who are uh, uh, support a team... Mm. 
and not many people support that team. You have sort of one person in your Swansea City. I immediately think of Ellis James and think yeah. Ellis will love that that <laughs> yeah. they've won. And of course, Forest Matt is Forest in my yeah. head. You know, yeah. the whole of Nottingham Forest is Matt Ford. I've been to Nottingham Forest with Matt. You know, and. And of course, so that day when they stayed up, it's like Matt will be going yeah. beside himself. It's just absolute joy to for do him, it to you know? beat Arsenal as yeah. well to secure it. What a what a feeling! I kind of thought we'd do that, hmm. and not just in that. After we lost to Leeds away, I was convinced we were down, and then beating Southampton, I thought, oh man, you don't want to have the false hope. But in the run up to Arsenal game, just because of the state they were in and what they'd been through, and we were at home and we we're brilliant at home, and the atmosphere there has been incredible, and the Brighton game and all that, it kind of felt like we were going to do it, and I was just. Um, Gutted not to be there. I had to watch mm. it on telly with a 0% Peroni because I'd worked the following morning. I was yeah. like, this can't... This doesn't feel <laughs> I'm sat at home in a tracksuit yeah. with non-alcoholic lager. <laughs> this is rubbish. It was still amazing, obviously. I'd rather have stayed up than, than be there. But yeah. it does feel odd when you've been present at so many moments for your football club in their history. Yeah. To not be that you do kind of feel like you're not part of the celebrations yeah. in a way. So magic. You don't obviously you, you don't want to be in this situation again next year. I mean, have you given any thought what you'd like to see happen for for next season? Uh, you know, I loved. I don't know if you saw much of the post match interview with Mr. Maranakis, our mm. owner. He was talking about trophies and he, yeah. he was like, "Oh man, this is what we got to the semi-finals of the League Cup this year." Yeah. I mean, had we been in the other, you know, the draw gone the other way, we'd have probably got to the final. So. It was an incredible season in the end. And a lot of those players that we got mocked for signing it turned out to be really, really good at football, mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. which is great. So I, I kind of feel like now that we survived this first season, not that we will be playing European football next year or anything like that, but you, kind of, you can see now a way forward for Forrest, I think, yeah. where we'll do all right. Have you got a Steve Cooper in your locker? Can you, have you I was worked, thinking you of that. on the managers or not? Do you know what? The, 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 the only person I've been doing recently is Jack Grealish. And I just think it's because he's got that... Yeah, you know, like, I don't know, really. Like, I think because he sounds a bit like a stoner. <laughs> it's it's like, Osborne. Yeah, it's it's, yeah, like, I like, uh, like, puppets are mad, aren't they? Because, like, it looks like the person, but it ain't the person. But, I mean, he's a really funny person to, like, explore. So sometimes, for my own amusement, I'll sit at home and think, what would Jack Grealish say about the INF? Yeah. And it'll be like, yeah, because, like, you need money. And then, like, someone's got to be in charge of it. Like, a mate of mine does Bitcoin and I don't get it, but, like, I don't know what the IMF do. Like, where do they borrow money from? Like, do I lend them money, then they lend it me back? I'm like, my dad used to do that. Is he in the IMF? And, like, this is like a... You can take any topic in the world. Yeah. I mean, you can yeah. see it through the eyes of Jack Grealish. It's Jack really Grealish on could be yeah. a new, couldn't it? The balance yeah, of payments yeah, deficit. Yeah. It would be fantastic. Just explaining it. Just always just his slightly sideways take on it. I don't, it. Know, if got, bills, I don't know if you've got the calves, though, for that, to do yeah. that live, Matt. No, know? I haven't, no. Not the hair. Show. Got some live shows coming up. Yeah, oh god, I'm doing the Edinburgh Festival. Oh, okay. Inside number ten, which is like a, a play on Inside oh, Number Nine. Yeah, lovely, yeah. Um, and I'm running out of puns basically, so <laughs> yeah. I've got to go in a different direction yeah. for my titles. Um, but that's at the Edinburgh Festival for the whole of August, and then I'll tour it next year. Fantastic. And you do your podcast still, don't you? You. Oh yes. Yeah. The political party. So every other Monday, I interview a politician on stage. Yeah, and yeah. Margaret Beckett's doing it next week, a yeah. week on Monday, mm. and then I've got Joe Lysett's coming on. Oh lovely. wow, interesting. Mari Black. Dan Jarvis and and I'm so excited about this Jason Williamson who's the lead singer of the Sleaford Mods oh okay the punk yeah, band from yeah, Nottingham is coming they're, up they're yeah. on the tour aren't they yeah. Oh, yeah yeah great so I try and get people on so Gary Neville's yeah. been on and um, you know political bro- people are sort of around politics as well rather than just people who are in the House of Commons to, to broaden it out a bit yeah fantastic yeah. it's alright isn't it great isn't it oh, they're, and they're from Nottingham 
Yeah. yeah. Cool dudes, I mean, they're man. They're no Wu Tang clan, but you know. <laughs> well, yeah, that's right. Um, what should, what should Charlie wear? I've People been told have... it. Just dress comfortably, Charlie. Some big beats to bounce to. Enter the Wu Tang 36 Chambers is the def- definitive. 36 <laughs> Chambers? I did that on purpose. Oh, okay. Is that how they sing it? It's the definitive hip hop record. And then RIP to the ODB, yeah. you know, but uh, 36 chambers. Somebody wants to go the full Geisker Mendieta, go full black tie dinner suit oh, to the that'd gig. That'd be nice. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, do that. Lovely, yeah. Depends on the venue, doesn't it? Where are you seeing them? too. <clears throat> so, you know, going to be anonymous, aren't I? I don't think they're going to see me. Seated yeah. or stood? Uh, seated, yeah. Oh, that's seated, right, yeah. yeah. No seated? You're going to be sat down watching them. The Wu Tang. Cup of tea. Fantastic. Come on, ghost face. Just have a coffee, thanks. Go on, yeah. Ghostface, off you go. Uh, one or two of the listeners well have said, uh, go, and, go, and check out, um, go and check out Primark. They do a Wu-Tang Clan range. All right. Full, I could go full kit Wu-Tang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> FKWT. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie Baker, FKWT. Yeah. Brilliant, yeah. Full kit Wu-Tang. Uh, lovely to see you, Matt. Best of luck with the show. Thank you so people much. Can, for that. People so can nice buy their you. tickets online. I take it for Spitting Image. If Yes, go to spittingimagethemusical.com. Yeah, excellent. Okay, what excellent. venue in Edinburgh? Uh, the Pleasance Courtyard in the Lovely. Beyond, and Spitting Image is on at the Phoenix Theatre. Phoenix Theatre. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, good to see you. Thanks for Cheers, much. fellas. Cheers. You're red. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on Talk Sports. Pat Cummins with a wicket there, Paul. I know we're not going to, I know we're not covering it, but we are watching it, you and I and Pat Cummins. I don't want Pat yeah. Cummins to be taking wickets this summer, Paul. No. I want him to look out of his depth. Rohit Sharma's gone for 15. They are 30 for one now in reply to 4 6 9. That's what the Australians scored. Yeah, I don't like it. Tomlin is too many, Paul. Yeah, it's a bit too much. Yeah, John Norman feeling it wasn't a 4-6-9 wicket, so that was a pretty good score. But anyway... Phil's been in touch. Oh, yeah. He's because I'm going Wu-Tang Clan next week, and you said, what should I be wearing? And also you want dads at the gig or dads on the stand. Yeah, dads at the gig. Have you you done that with your boy yet? When they're a bit too young to go on their own? Um, Not not yet. When he was really little, we went quite a lot to... uh, quite a lot of festivals music festivals and yeah. that sort of stuff and they sort of just bounce around to anything there but no, he's not asked me to take him yet Why? but now he's a bit too old he's mine 16 was, now mine so. was very young but it was Franz Ferdinand a band I like anyway oh, nice. so it was no great hardship at Ali Pally which is not far from where we are yeah. where we live so um, I, but it was very interesting because he went with a mate and I'm saying they were both sort of a bit too young to go on their own yeah so, but it was interesting just at the back I just got my, I was driving got myself a half stood yeah. at the back and I just looked around me and it was just loads of dads with halves. <laughs> You've seen the picture of the dad at the, I think it's a One Direction concert, and he's just stood there with earphones and hands over his ears because there's all these girls screaming around oh, wow. him just at this One Direction. Very funny. So anyway, uh, Phil's I'm... been to a Slipknot concert. Slipknot. That's Hi, Phil. Great. I've been to a Slipknot concert with my 11-year-old son. Yeah. I was dressed in my 80s casual clothing. While surrounded by leather and pressed studs. That's yeah. the Indanta's band, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is. is that it? Leather and pressed studs. I think it is. And, right. uh, and me keeping on saying, no, let's not get too close to the stage. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, so he stood with them. Stood oh, I with didn't them. do that with no, them. I, I, just, that, no. I just kept a bit of an eye on them and got out of the way. I didn't want to cramp their style, well, the poor. I was bad I've, enough I've me bought, being there. I've bought my lad, uh, Stan, a ticket for Reading Festival. Yeah. And everyone sort of looks at me like, you sure? 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, why, 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 why? And then a few people go, well, on the third day, that's when they start burning each other's tents. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, all right, okay, I'll pick him up on the third day then if that's what's going to happen. You know? So do let us, uh, Dan's at the gig. There's still time to squeeze yeah. a few more of those in talksport.com. Text tweet TSH and J. He's doing his calculator. He's doing his um, GCSEs at the moment, yeah. my son. And he had calculator maths the other day, which is your maths exam, but you're allowed to take a calculator, which yeah. does feel a bit like cheating mm. but I wondered if there was a part of it you know you used to, you used to write stuff on a calculator book shell oil were you, uh, were you I was aware of it I wasn't, I wasn't never, big into it not, not, not writing shell oil on, like, profanities the I take it you did mainly boobs did yeah boobs boobs was always boobless you right. could do like that boobies right like that yeah, was, the, was it quite <laughs> a bit quiet down the west country in those days was it I can't think all of your mates had, all my mates had come round oh, my, my mum and dad went out and we'd all get round the calculator <laughs> Oh, we didn't have edgy, the internet then. Edgy. We didn't Fantastic have the internet. Boy, we just yeah. sit around. You've got the Casio. Get the Casio okay, out. Get, yeah, lock the door in case your dad comes in. We've got the Casio out. <laughs> Look what I found in this hedge. Yes. It's a, it's a calculator with boobies written on it. This time of uh, year, the producer just wants you to stop saying eight, that. You're zero, not, zero, 8 you're, one, three, you're, five. You're not 11. This, I, know, <laughs> I know you enjoy saying the word, but it does not big or clever. Um, if anyone else used to spell anything else... On calculators, yeah, let us know. Considering the time, considering we'll the time of day, well, we, we can read them out if they're <laughs> clean. We can the read time. them out if they're clean. Um, it struck me that Nicholas Pepe, to, to change the t- oh, subject, yeah. has gone back to Arsenal. He's not. He's not wanted. He's, he's oh, not he's being back, bought by the club. He was on loan. Forty at. million quid. Pepe hasn't wasn't really he? bit more, wasn't he? Hasn't really worked out. And I'm not singling him out. I'm just there's a bunch of players from all different clubs mm. around the country that are going. They probably will have to go back yeah. to training. And imagine it's a bit eggy Sneaking because in. you think it's probably the last time you've ever seen him, and you give him, a, and you think, well, we won't see him again. Yeah. And maybe there's a, a few relationships broke down yeah but it must be a bit of a weird feeling having to go back when you don't want to and probably you know the manager doesn't see a future for you I can imagine I mean strange it's wages it's always wages isn't it it's what wages can they get if Arsenal have put Pepe on great wages then you know then it's a nightmare for him isn't it Shubman Gill has just gone for I think four was it for two yeah that was he's gone yeah he's gone completely one for naught that's right good figure isn't it so that's yeah they're two down they're uh, 30 for two India in reply at 469 Tom in Essex used to write leads on his calculator thank you Tom you see people can be yeah, clean with it. That's right. Clean and a touch boring, but uh, <laughs> but certainly certainly clean. You can you spell for it. You Charlie. can spell Hibs on a calculator. Can you? There we are. I don't know. How would you spell Hibs on a, a four, a one, a nine, and a five? Turn it upside down. <laughs> there we are. The fact it's off the top of your head just proves how many hours in talking you spent. You spent doing that. It's amazing, isn't it? Really. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Paul and Charlie Baker here on Talksport. We play that because uh, we are joined by 
uh, a former member of the Communards. Yes. Um, is the Reverend Richard Coles. Good to see you, Richard. Hello. Hello. How are you, Charlie? Do you, uh, do you still enjoy listening to those old tunes? Yeah. Well, um, I'm more likely to listen to, I don't know, kind of... But most of the old ladies who I've visited, the old people, so it was YMCA was their favourite. <laughs> <laughs> and the sound of people with restricted mobility trying to do the hand action. The YMCA <laughs> is something that will stay with me forever. Oh, yeah. How did you get into the music industry? Well, I just turned up in London. I was a chorister when I was a kid, so yeah. I kind of grew up with music and everything. And I ran away to London to live my life in 1980, and one of the first people I bumped into happened to have the most distinctive voice of the decade. That was Jimmy Somerville. Yeah. And, uh, and so he needed someone to play the piano, basically, and I could do that. Yeah, fantastic. You play you sort of multi-instrumentalist, aren't you? Well, that's rather flattering. Is way it really okay? It. Yeah, well, I can bash out a tune. I've got a banjo next door. That's how many kidding. <laughs> you know, well, I don't, know, I don't play the banjo. I'd love to. I can bash out a tune on an accordion. I oh, used okay. to play the saxophone as well, but a long time ago now. Now, we're going to have a chat about... Uh, you'd written non-fiction before, but until recently, uh, not fiction, but uh, Murder Before Even Song was your kind of murder mystery that that came out recently, and you've followed that up with A Death in the Parish, with a yes. lot of the same characters. Yeah, it's a continuing series. There's mm. this vicar detective called Canon Daniel Clement, who lives in this lovely little village, Champton St Mary. There's a big house, an aristocratic family lives there. He's got a feisty mother and two Dachshunds. Uh, any resemblance to any person <laughs> living or dead is a coincidental. And all of a sudden this world is turned upside down because murderous rage springs up from nowhere and it all wow. goes horribly wrong. And he has to kind of figure out what's going on and why. So Champton, again, is it a bit like Midsummer? It's like there's the kind of body count of Detroit. Yeah. I mean, these places... Just... <laughs> I think they're sort of tables of mortality. Are not great. Don't move to Champton, St Mary, folks. You're better off in Honduras. Well, I do, I do live where they film Midsummer Murders. Oh, really? That is where I live. There is, is, it a, quite there, is a mid, there is a Midsummer tour where I live. Do the wow. streets run oh. red with blood? Oh, the, the, the insurance costs are so high. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> it's a nightmare. must be. Is it, was this kind of scratching an itch? Had you always fancied doing something like this? Or yeah. Are you a fan of the genre, I take it? Yeah. Right? First proper book I ever got was the Sherlock Holmes short story. Oh, so I yeah. love this idea of your kind of murderous mysteries being solved by these enigmatic figures. So that was good. I've always written. And then after a while I thought... And also being a vicar is being a detective, actually. A lot of it is very similar kind of role. My brother in real life was a detective. We used right. to kind of swap, swap notes sometimes. Um, and so writing a lot, I like to write. Vicar detectives just sort of came together and I thought, well, I'll have a go and I really enjoyed doing it. Yeah. Who are you casting as it in the TV? I'll take it. It feels like TV adaptation. It does feel very telling. Who's your dream dream cast? uh, The script is done and I do have somebody in mind for for Daniel Clement and the bloke who did the adaptation, he said, there's only one person who can play this and I said, who? And he said the same name but I'm not going to say who. That's brilliant. That's exactly what you want because otherwise that would be a bit of a frustration because you've probably got someone in your head. We both thought exactly the same person. So we'll fingers crossed about that. You can tell us off here. We won't Tell anybody, don't worry. <laughs> What's so, the difference between a canon and a reverend? I mean, do we still call you reverend? We can if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah but right. Richard's fine. Um, a, a canon is a sort of honour, it's like a knighthood. So oh, sometimes some jobs have canon attached with them, but it just means someone has usually got a bishop out of a hole. Draw a line over that. <laughs> so that was very unfortunately phrased. Yeah, yeah I that bit. So it's interesting. The book says Reverend Richard Coles. You are still a reverend, but yeah. you don't have a parish anymore, do you? No, I retired from parish ministry mm. last year, so I'm now this kind of weird figure roving around. 
having a thing called a weekend, which oh, I hadn't imagine. had for a long time. So I spent a lot of time going to see friends and going to see football and doing all sorts of exciting things. You yeah. can't exactly ask for Sundays off, can you? I suppose? Yeah. <laughs> not really. <laughs> no, no. Uh, yeah, not, it's not really done. No. So it's a bit like doctor. You can not, even if you, you're no longer a, fr- a frontline medic, you can, you, you're, still, you're always a reverend. Well, yeah, but you have to remember you're not a vicar. So in my new place, I, mean, I now live down in East Sussex, and in my new place there's a very good uh, vicar called David, and I, and I have to remember that I'm not the vicar anymore. So don't <laughs> smile at people if you're not wearing a dog collar it just looks creepy yeah. <laughs> does he get intimidated I mean if you're if suddenly you come in and I say, oh we used to do it differently in the old days I mean is it when you where, where, does the, the current vicar get a bit intimidated no do you think? I'm sure he does he doesn't get intimidated by anything least of all me but you just sit at the back and don't say anything that's mm. probably right. I sometimes want to have the hymn book numbers and hold them up like Strictly scores but I don't quite dare do that yeah. we did Strictly of course didn't you did well Strictly did me I think oh. would be a better way of putting okay. it Charlie I, did the, I think it was the worst Pasadobla They've they've ever had in oh, any no. territory in the world. Oh, <laughs> oh dear! Was, was, that, was it an territory. enjoyable experience? Oh or? yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. It was horrible to be sent home, but I mean, I couldn't really quibble with the judgment of the public. But no, it was brilliant because you're working with the people who are best at what they do. Yeah, a bit like being a talk sport, folks. Hey. Um, and um, <laughs> and it was really it was really really good fun. I learned mm. more about hair and makeup and the kind of surprising places glitter will go. Uh, oh, yeah. than I ever thought imaginable. And also what to do with a spray tan. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, 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 change those white bed sheets. Yeah, I can't imagine it's good on the dog collar the next day. Yeah. Oh, really? I, am, I, I, mean, I think I am the only vicar, I'm sure this is right, the only vicar who has spray tanned with Debbie McGee. Oh, well... <laughs> There's a Channel 5 show waiting to happen. There's a whole reality so, format in there. <laughs> so I, I would imagine when people... You had, did have a parish when Strictly was on, didn't yes. you, at that time? So people would have been leaving on a Sunday morning and they you're saying goodbye to them, thank you, and they're saying, we saw you last night, you know, we can't wait for the... Vo- fingers crossed for the voting. It must have been like the, the talk of the town, wasn't well, it? Well, yeah, it was a bit, really. Mm. Um, and then, of course, I sort of crashed out quite early on, mercifully, mm. and everyone who put up like, whoa, Richard, the Strictly... I had to take down all the little posts from the windows <laughs> and stuff, and I could sort of get back to work which was probably a good thing okay. yeah so what's the sport connection what's the was the gallic football connection yeah oh yeah well no, a big gaa well um i have irish family mm-hmm. and uh, one of them played a significant part in gaa actually in the, in the celtic revival he was um, a church of ireland minister actually and uh, i sort of went about and i started watching normal people and i started watching this football. funny game of football that falls a funny shit we picked it up I'm sure that's not in the rules and then i kind of started watching it and i tweeted about it and then i got in touch with some finbars the bars who yeah. are my club in now my club in cork which is where i have this family connection so i'm now um, a spirited if ignorant fan of 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 gaelic football fantastic what was yeah. it about it then just that just the, the kind of the kind of little snatches in that drama was enough to, to kind of intrigue you well, to I'm, follow it I'm up a sort of late adopter of sport because mm. you'll find this hard to believe but when I was young and at school I wasn't the sportiest boy around <laughs> and I didn't get into I got, lived in Ars, I lived in Islington yeah. in the 90s and so in the 80s and 90s so I became an Arsenal fan because you sort of had to started games of football and realised I absolutely loved it mm. and now I could watch almost any sport I think apart from motorsport okay. yeah, I just okay. don't get it no well noisy noisy driving around but um, and, and the thing I liked about I think the Irish, the GAA games, they're so bananas, aren't they? And they're mm. so exciting. There's so much going on. And the hurling as well. Have you got into that? Have you been, have you been watching that? Yeah, but, I mean, I don't want to go. Do you? 
Perhaps you are a hurler. I don't. Know. <laughs> no, no, I've, I've I've watched it. It is. I, I'm I'm kind of. I do enjoy watching both of the, the GA games as well. Me too. And my brother-in-law, who is the um, I shouldn't really say this, but he is the mascot for Chorley FC. Oh right. Oh, I think nice. I'm not meant to say it anyway. Oh, oh, but, yeah. So they know he's in the suit now. It's like That's Kendo it, Nagasaki. Like, he's <laughs> just they're going to unmask. Never allowed to wear it again. <laughs> I'm probably just ruined his entire career. But he he's really good at finding weird channels on the television mm. where you can watch weird well not weird sport but minority sports yeah, I suppose yeah. so he's very good at setting me up with um, you know various I don't know kind of Tongan darts yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to check out the Tongan oh, darts and a great uh, period of time oh. to get into Arsenal I suppose well, uh, yes and, and no. And, oh well, and yeah. I mean, uh, Arsenal is a, well, it's a, it's a very fortunate if your um, geographical circumstances allow you to yeah. support Arsenal. And well, this season, of course, has been yeah. a bittersweet experience. I've just <laughs> pretty Richard, I've just found uh, Charlie's Mag. Is it Victor Magpie? Victor Magpie. This yeah. is Victor oh. Magpie, Charlie. Yeah, there what, he is. One for He's got he's got a pink hat on <laughs> and some big. And so, wow, that must get must yeah, get hot Victor in Magpie, there. Yeah. Well, he, he also he won the mascots derby. You know they do that thing. Oh at, yes, uh, yeah. And, and uh, Victor Magpie. Pie won it. He beat. I think it was a B or something. Cyril the from, Swan, or I think it was <laughs> Gainsborough B. Or I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> Victor Magpie rules. Okay, yeah, for life. So I take it, Richard, you've you've got uh, other sort of storylines mapped yeah, out. Many as many you this, get out. If this yeah. is as successful as the first, well, I hope so. Yeah, I mean, the book three I'm writing at the moment, and I think I know what I'm going to do in book four. Well, it's got, it's got probably good. better than you ever expected, is it? Well, I didn't yeah. see this one coming. No, I mean, I've always I've loved reading crime fiction, but hey, folks, it's not the same as writing crime fiction. <laughs> yeah, and no. then sort of uh, was badgered into doing it, and now I, I know, I'm really enjoying it. It's great. If there's people out there that think, you know, I've always, I've always wanted to do that, do you have any advice for them? Right. I mean, everyone says I've got a novel inside me, and they're probably right, but you've got to get the novel outside you. That's the mm. trick. Mm. And the only way you can do that is by writing. So just write and write and write and write. And do you, Matt, do you know exactly where the way the story's going or does, does stuff evolve as you write it? It evolves as I write it. I mean, I have a I, I know I probably know who's going to kill who and why, mm. but the, all the characters begin to sort of start becoming a bit more filled out and then they start wanting to do their own thing and you feel like a lion tamer waving your whip pathetically at these creatures are going to do their own thing. Mm. Wow. Now, we spoke to you on the phone a little while ago because you'd taken up boxing at quite a tender age, <laughs> oh, yes. hadn't you? So is that, has that continued? <laughs> Not so much. No, no I had not. my first boxing lesson and I absolutely loved it. And then I watched the video of me doing it and I thought, thought the Paso Dobre was bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, ne- never watch yourself doing any sport. <laughs> yeah. No. It never looks and like some people think. just look great. No, not, I, but I really enjoyed it. It was so much fun. I had a great coach. Um, but I've moved house now. And actually my gardener, he's a boxer, so maybe I'll get Ben to yes. take me out for 12 rounds. Like in the garden, be fantastic. And finish doing the lawn and... Get, yeah. get the ring out and yeah, neighbours all please I've got the Reverend Richard Cold moving in next but I do I do 12 like, rounds ding ding well I do look like a vicar boxing it's not <laughs> it's not a good look it's like vicar skateboarding you don't want to go there <laughs> so uh, the new book The Death in the Parish by the Reverend R- uh, Richard Coles is out today isn't it it is yes it's publication day and uh, we should find out who the publishers are Richard tell us oh, so, uh, Vinefelt Nicholson okay Vinefelt yeah, Nicholson nice. and uh, yeah the, the uh, new one is out today and of course the first book Murder Before Even Song is still available The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast Birthday spread time then 10 birthdays from this week Andy has collated them all he's got a little funny a little sideways yeah. humourable funny of, uh, for each birthday and uh, it's the job of myself and Charlie to guess how old all these people are please play along at home we'd love you to and yeah, keep it. us informed just how well you're doing today at talksport.com text 81089 or tweet to TSH&J uh, good afternoon Andy <laughs> 
Oh, good afternoon, boys. So uh, I say we had a bit of a dialogue during the West Ham game. At that point, I wasn't aware that you turned on them yesterday and was all Fiorentina. But um, (laughs) uh, how are you feeling now? Oh, yes, I'm so pleased for them. (laughs) Such a sincere man. Really pleased about it, isn't he? Thrilled. Absolutely. Yeah, thrilled. Absolutely. We had a lovely afternoon. That was interesting. What Omid said just now, one of the Chelsea directors maybe tweeting something out sort of um, around Declan. Yeah, that's a load of old nonsense. Why would Declan Rice come to Chelsea? uh, Yes, I just want to play no European football at all. And my best friend's leaving the club. I don't think he's coming to Chelsea. Oh, okay. It's quite a compelling argument you uh, you (laughs) put. Forward there. I oh, can yeah, see the tremendous. sense. See the sense in it. You're not. You're not going to be the one who's going to twist his arm. Clearly, Andy's chats well. with Declan's agent didn't go well. <laughs> Don't touch us with a barge pole, Declan. So uh, somebody needs to keep score for goodness' sake, because we can't. And um, it's Jeff Peters. Oh, dear. He, I think he's taking his sound effects with him. Wow. I don't think he's in the nerve centre. It's the nerve centre roadshow. Jeff Peters, it's, Wheels yeah. of Steel. Smiley Miley's coming on later. Chucking out T-shirts on Talk EC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a very, a, yeah, not in the normal nerve centre today. No. Um, so Charlie won last week. Ending yes. Paul's golden sequence. Paul 45, Charlie 26. <clears> and the sun <throat> is shining outside. As it is back home. Yes, indeed. Uh, so Charlie's going to kick us off. Uh, that's the way we alternate. But Charlie will be the first birthday we need some musical accompaniment we need a bed as they say mm. radio land as uh, rodney marsh used to say and it's supplied every week by pele and sergio mendes beautiful okay first okay. birthday to charlie then okay charlie it's the cartoonist he was at the sunday times from 67 1967 to 2017 gerald scarf oh yeah gerald scarf and uh, i don't know if you know this but gerald loves a shandy but always insists on 50 percent beer and 50 percent lemonade it's known as a half and half scarf no (laughs) beautiful yeah. yeah Gerald Scarf. Gerald Scarf, yeah. Gerald Scarf. 85. That's a good guess, Charlie. I was going to say something very similar. 83. 87. Oh, so what does that leave us with after the first round, Jeff? It's Paul 4, Charlie 2. That's right, because Charlie was two years out with his guess. I was four. It's a pretty simple game. What a lovely a margin game. of error will build, of course. Uh, next, I lead us off with the second birthday, Andy. Okay, it's the playwright, David Hare. David oh, Hare. Yeah, yeah. And he's just completed a marathon, which he rang with my old sports teacher. <laughs> but David finished hours after him. It was a case of the man who, the man that taught us and the hare. So. Wow. wow. <laughs> I got there in the end. I got there, yeah. It was like, there's the bits, you do it. Slightly stumbled over that. <laughs> I did stumble over it. I did. The man who taught us. And the hare. And the hare. Um, David Hare's got to be 70, 70. Seven. It's in the right way there, Paul. Yeah, in the right way. Seventy-eight. Seventy-six. Oh, went the wrong way, but there we, we did, are. We, we did pretty well, yeah, though. Pretty good. Pretty well, actually. So, um, what's that done to the scores, Jeff? Paul, you were one out. You move on to five. Charlie, two out. He moves into four. Five-four. Five-four. Quite five, a good four. game at the moment. Uh, Charlie, you lead us off. Here we go. Birthday number three. Okay, Charlie. It's the novelist Ken Follett. Oh. Ken Follett. And he once... <clears throat> it's quite unfortunate. He once kept me imprisoned in a small metal barred enclosure <laughs> in his house in France. I don't know how I escaped the Carjo Follett. Oh. <laughs> very nice. That's, that's, nice. That's, that's very good, yeah. Ken, Ken Follett. I've never met a Ken. It sounds un- like an old 70s footballer, yeah. doesn't it? Never met a Ken under 50, so I'm, I'm starting from there. And I'm going. Never met a Ken under 50. 
Never met a can under 50. <laughs> I don't know. I have actually. It's a very good. Yeah, never met a Kendall Roy. Not a real person. I don't know who he is. I'm just going off the name and the author. I'm going to say 66. I think Ken might be a bit older than that. But I don't know. I'm just guessing. I'll go 78. 74. Oh, okay. Okay. Too bad. Too bad. Did all right. So, um, what's happened to the scores, Jeff? Paul, you've taken the lead. You were four out. You move on to nine. Charlie, eight out. On to 12. Okay. Still very tight. Still a good game. Good game. Birthday very number nice four. Game. Back to me, Andy. Yes, it's mm. uh, the Lady Justice of Appeal from 2013 to 2018, Dame Elizabeth Gloucester. Dame Elizabeth Gloucester. And uh, she loves giving me tipping advice on jump racing. Mm. But apart from the festival, her tips are hopeless. I don't know what it is about Cheltenham and Gloucester. Oh, that's oh. good. Yeah. Happy birthday to her. Yes. Happy um, birthday, Dame Elizabeth. 72. <coughs> 60. Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> 74. 74. That was quite a bold uh, play. I know. A bold play. went for it. Fortune favours the brain. Also, that is a cruel, bullying sort of laughter, wasn't it? Do you think so? It was very like... <laughs> it was gentleman, wasn't yeah. it? Like a bully, it was wasn't laugh. it? Hashtag be kind. <laughs> Gen- I'm, yeah. Absolutely what's, grim. What's that, what's that grim behaviour What's that from done Jeff to the there? scores? Well, Charlie was 14 out Whoa. on that one, so who mo- he moves on to 26. Yeah. Paul, two out, on to 11. <laughs> 11. 11, 11, 26. You mean he was like that in the playground, yeah, Charlie? Exactly. No, no, he would have been Jeff, the one Jeff and next, his gang. next to the Jeff bully. Jeff and his gang of... No, they would go on, hit him, go on, hit, hit him, Big Ken. Yeah. Hit him, Big Ken. Jeff and his gang, he had, a young, he had a young gang. Don't hit me, don't hit me. Oh, Jeff Peters and his gang, yeah. they're around. Don't, don't go... Little don't, Jeff you Peters. You can't go down that road, Jeff Tiny Peters. Tiny little Jeff Peters. Yeah, no, no. Anyway. Jeffrey, please, sir. My lawyer. Please, sir, Jeffrey Peters. I've been hit in the eye by Big Ken. Get on with it. You're right, Charlie. If you've triggered him now, don't do that. So, um, what's the next birthday then? Yes, um, she may have appeared before. Oh, okay, yeah. The actor Imogen Imogen Poots. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. And her family have raised fortunes for charity, making the trek from Land's End to John O'Groats several times. Yeah. They were born to it. Yeah. These boots were made for walking. <laughs> oh, nice. is, is that the gang recycled or just the name? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> As Jeff's not in the nerve centre, we haven't got that no. uh, recycling lorry backing away. <laughs> Thank but God. We all know it's there, don't we? <laughs> Uh, the bullying recycling log. Uh, what do you think? Imogen Poots. Is it me? Yes, you. Oh, I went oh, I went second before. Imogen... Oh, no, I don't know. Tough, isn't it? I wouldn't... I'm not sure. Not got a clue. It's quite a young... Do you know any, any Imogen's over 50? Imogen Poots. 30. It's one of those names that we say sort of does she, isn't it? Imogen Poots. <laughs> oh, <does> she? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could you spell Poots on a calculator? Yeah. Quite. Don't you start again. Nine, zero, zero... No, no it's leaving. You can't can do it. Something um, five. No one's got any calculators. Use their phones, Charlie. <laughs> 2023, mate. So, uh, Imogen, 40, 42. Oh, no, 34. Okay, oh. okay. Well, Sorry, Pootsie, if you're listening. No laughter there, I noticed. Everybody call her Pootsie? No laughter there, That's I noticed from Jeff. But there we are. Alfie Bats might do. Oh, yeah. Nice. What's, what's happened there, then, Jeff? <clears throat> 
Uh, Paul, eight out onto 19. Yeah. Charlie, four out onto 30. So it's 19, 30, 11 in it 11. at the halfway stage. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. A few but, people uh, having a disastrous birthday spread. David Carniff well. having a mare got Gerald Scarf wrong and it went downhill from there. Not telling you my score as you'd only talk about me. That's Dave and Cardiff. Oh. There we are. My birthday quiz has been abandoned. As someone came to the door and the dog started barking, so I couldn't hear the radio. Andy the Chelsea. Is that you, Andy? No. Andy the Chelsea fan. <laughs> So it's 30-19, that's 11 in it. I'm uh, currently in the lead. I will lead us off to start the second half and uh, take it away, Pelé and Sergio Mendes. Okay, he was the chairman of O2 from uh, 2004 to 2006, Sir David Arculus. Mm. Sir David Arculus. And we used to be really close, actually, till we fell out over an immersive 3D video game we invented together. It was an Arculus Rift. Oh, very nice. <laughs> oh, he's back. How dare you? Yeah, I'd say, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm just guessing. I'm just looking at those years. 70, 77. I think older than that. I'm going to say 80. Oh, Ooh, 77, spot oh, on, what a start. Now. You know him, are you no, friends I, with him? I don't know him at all. No. Look at that O2 account you've got. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, <I don't. laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, dear. Um, anyway, no, so, what's, 14, so I yeah. stay on 19, Jeff, Jeff, clearly. Yeah, and Charlie, three out, moves on to 33. Okay. It's getting wider, isn't it? Yeah, no, getting no. Wider. It gets 14. very volatile. Here we go, then. Andy, birthday seven. Okay, it's the chess grandmaster, Nigel Short. Nigel Short, mm. and uh, he was fielding in the slips, actually, when I hit a full-blooded cut shot, which he snagged full length in the air. I wasn't happy to be caught short. <laughs> so Nigel Short, the... It's difficult, isn't it? The violinist. Because, because, no, no, not, not the violinist. Oh, okay. Nigel Short, the violinist. <laughs> it's difficult. Nigel Kennedy, when, I'm when sports yeah, people are at the top of their game, you can normally think what their age is. Mm. You know, but with chess players, I don't know when the peak for someone... At chess. He was quite rock and roll. He was yeah, the kind of rock and roll chess player. He wore jeans, did he? Yeah, he wore jeans. <laughs> yeah. Had an earring. Yeah. <clears throat> 62. Do you know, he probably is up around that. I'll go 59. Ooh, 58. Oh, long form, Paul. Very good. But that's still quite close. So, what's the scores, Jeff? Paul on to 20, Charlie 37. 17 in it, three to go. It's a lot harder when you're not at home with the paper in front of you. <laughs> Here we go then, Andy. Birthday eight. <laughs> okay, Jeff, get the recycling. Sorry, <laughs> ready. <laughs> it's the actor David Yip. Oh, really? It's great yes, to have him back uh, again. Oh, I feel like I celebrate yes. his birthday every year. I feel like part of the family. <laughs> you didn't even remember how old he was, Paul. Well, just add on one. I just forget every time. I, I, actually, his family did come over to our golf club for the annual oh, pro-am. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they were so nervous, none of them could even hit it off the oh, tee. Really? Yeah. It's always the same with the Yips. Yeah, yeah. it is. There it is. Wow. <laughs> Lovely. Great to have that gag back again. Yeah. Gladys Knight and the Yips for yeah. next year, maybe. Thoughtful do a card <laughs> for that birthday in the birthday spread. They do a special <laughs> one. I'd say um, it's me, isn't it? David Yips got to be 72. Well, I've no idea who he is. He was what an actor. He does. It was a show called The Chinese Detective. It was a big TV okay. show. You said 72. Yeah. I've got, get, I've got 17 to get back. 75. 72. Oh, wow. I'm having a good day. I mean, this is someone you've done for the last two or three years. 
every single year, David. Yeah. Ever since we so did it. So it, it would just be in your core memory anyway. Well, yeah, even, I if, even if it's just, just not. A year on. Even if it's just. It's a, it's a bit silly having. You think it's subliminal? It's a bit silly having ones you've had before. So tight to it, isn't it? Well, I can just take him out if you want. Um, yeah, I think you should. I mean, maybe for, for this year you should have, to be what's, honest. What's the score? You do it every well, year. I've got, I've got a spare if you yeah, want it. Absolutely dreadful. Do you want... Um, it's it, it's Paul time. 20, yeah. Charlie 40, and yeah. it is the third year in a row that yeah. we've had this yeah. name yeah. and wow. that joke. But got, Charlie... I wonder how you got it Charlie, spot listen, on. Listen, yeah, listen. Charlie, listen. You were on the spread the same as Paul for the last two years. So Paul has no Shut your own gun. Okay. Coming at me with facts. <laughs> Spitting <laughs> facts. Okay, next up then, Jeff. Oh, not Jeff. Jeff? Uh, no. <laughs> I prefer his gags. No, of course not. Andy. <laughs> what, what's, what's next, Andy? Okay, she's new to the birthday spread. Oh, I'm delighted. Wow, that's okay, good news. Great news. Makes a change. It's Dame Siobhan Keegan, the oh, lady yeah. Chief Justice of Northern Ireland. Okay. And uh, we were playing a cricket match, actually, against the English courts, and she was desperate to win it. She said, I'd love it, really love it, if yes. we beat them. Okay, <laughs> and, yeah. of course, she also offered heading advice oh. to Winston Churchill. Yeah, that's so in. <laughs> no one's going to get that. <laughs> Even I'm struggling. So what's, um, what's the, what do you think, Charlie? Oh, it's me, is it? Siobhan Keegan. Oh, I have no idea. She, what's, Chief she's Justice still, she's of still Ireland. In, still in uh, service, Andy? Uh, I believe so, yeah. yeah. Chief Justice of Ireland, 63. That's a good shout. It's not the sort of gig you get when you're about 22, is it? We shouldn't really. Uh, Doogie Howser, Chief Justice. <laughs> si- uh, 60. 52. Oh, OK, okay. well. Wow. Do you know what I've written on my piece of paper here? 54. And I didn't 50. say it, I thought, no, that's too young. Go with your gut. I won't say it. Go with your gut, Charlie. Okay, mm, what's, the, what's the scores, Jeff? Terrible match. Paul, 8 out onto 28. Yeah. Charlie, 11 out yeah. onto 51. So 23 <laughs> in it. There needs to be a 24 swing. A 24 <laughs> swing. Here we go, then. Who cares? Okay. <laughs> 24 <laughs> she swing. Was the, she was the author of The Night Watchman. Louise Erdrich. Oh, Louise yeah. Erdrich. Wow. And I always deliberately avoided reading her work. It was a boycott and Erdrich. <laughs> Louise Nerdrich. <laughs> see, Charlie, that couldn't be a better birthday for you at this stage. I haven't got a clue she a clue. is. And Louise Nerdrich. Have you heard of the Night Watchman? No, the I book? Have you heard it? I mean, she could be anything. I've just, wow. I think um, my, my dad used to study at school, I think. It's quite oh, an old oh book. okay. I'm going to go, I've got 24 to play with. I'm going to go 60, 65. Hmm. 65. So... 41. 69. Oh, Sorry. Pointless match. Oh, what a match. No one enjoyed it. So I finished on 50. Uh, <laughs> what what did I finish on, Jeff? No one enjoyed it. May as well have just played like, 32. Just like a continuous 32, monotone. 79. Right. Uh, oh, Paul leads Charlie 46-26. Yeah, I, I was put off by Jeff. Jeff he never quite recovered that, after that, did you? I saw your old bottom lip <laughs> go. You see, it just went. It, it did, went. honestly. It shouldn't it be at that sort of thing. It's just games and shit. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was... Uh, this afternoon's show. Myself and Andy will reconvene tomorrow. We'll be building up the Champions League final live on TalkSport on Saturday. Stan Collymore among our guests doing just that. Lots of other stuff uh, besides, including the clips of the week. Do hope you can join us from one. If not, the podcast will be available around four. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4pm on TalkSport. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? 
Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.